Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Valle Bajo podcast. I think this is our 15th or 16th podcast. We are coming to you today on Wednesday uh, due to the fact that we had some cancel, um, some our cancellation, not cancellation, but a rescheduling for Gina Ortiz's interview till next Thursday. So we'll come to you today and Friday on our regular days. With me, as always, is Pablo Barrera. How you doing, Pablo? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. Um, we're here real quick. Um, remember, there's a trunk or treat at the Texas A&M Colonias program. Uh, it's on October 29th from 5 to 7. Uh, there'll be, uh, if you come in custom, there'll be a chance for raffle giveaways free admission, candy, snack giveaway, and much more. For the kiddos, and that will keep us safe due to COVID. Now, turning our attention to COVID, we do have some news here about uh, COVID. The, no. the football team for Socorro is in quarantine, okay? is in quarantine uh, because they played Coronado High School. Okay, they played Coronado High School. And here's a tweet from Lou Romano at Romano CBS4. More COVID-19 cancellations at Thunderbirds underscore FB is in two-week quarantine. This is week's, this week's game versus Montwood football will be played October 30th. No word yet next week versus America's Trailblazers. Now, guess who Coronado played last week? Pablo, would you like to guess? Socoloco. They played Socoloco, the Mighty Muts of the Mission District. I think uh, Lou Romano came up with that. And Coronado has a second highest number of COVID cases per high school, okay? Uh, I think I saw six, uh, sixth high school. Well, that's what it says, a sixth high school. Not the, but it's one of the highest. Now, what our source tells us is that Coronado had a football player sick Wednesday and still played Friday and then knew he was positive for COVID. Now, We are very, and we talked about this before, Pablo, we are very, very worried because Socorro is a small town, is a small city. Uh, the city, if you want to stay in between city limits, you go to Walmart or you go to uh, Vista Market or you go to what's the uh, neighborhood Walmart? King. Food King? Food King. And there's a little... There's gas stations, there's Walgreens. There's a lot of stuff here that we all go to and we share a lot of things in Socorro. Um, you know, we don't want, sometimes we don't want to drive all the way to El Paso to do what we have to do. We want to stay in the city. City business is done here. Now, if the Coronado football player was sick on Wednesday and still played Friday, Who knew and why did they know, Pablo? What do you think? 
Well, obviously the parents should have known. That's a given. So they should have done their part. Then obviously they should have relayed the message to the football coach and the school administration. They should have all been aware of it. And at that point, that's where I understand, you know, this is Texas. Everybody's all about football, Friday Night Lights, and, and that's cool. But right now it's just one of those things. It's And I get sports is one thing that helps with mental health, but at the same time, when we start when we start pushing those limits, it starts you start jeopardizing everybody else's health. Those that you may not you may assume, and that's a problem that they may assume. Oh, okay, well these are athletes and they'll recover. Okay, that's fine. I understand that. But what about when they go home? Down here, like we've said it in the past, uh, a lot of these kids live with grandparents. You know, the parents might even be a little bit older. They might not have health insurance and stuff like that. So. They only see one piece of the puzzle. They're not looking at the big picture, and that's the sad part about it. And to me, that's just a selfish move on their end. So in Socorro, there there is multi-generational people living at the home. Okay? In Socorro, there's grandma living with you. There's might be a tia or tia living with you because that's just the way it is. In the west side near Coronado, it's usually one family, not much multi-generational. And if you lived in El Paso long enough, you know that if you go to Coronado or you go to Franklin, there's different circumstances for you. You know, you you get to go and do different things that not all Socorro people get to go to and do. And that's no, it's no fault of their own. Now, Pablo, saying that, is there a political thing about this is there something saying don't wear a mask wear a mask don't tell anybody tell somebody because what our sources tell us is that the father didn't tell anybody he did feel sick and is that the, the child's fault as a teacher that's not the child's fault because we our kids are only and especially football players I was a football player and you're supposed to be a 100% club. You're supposed to be the one that never miss any. You're supposed to put everything aside to play football. And that's great and dandy when your parents earn an X amount of, amount of money and they can send you to camps, they can send you to trainers. That's great. That's great. But I don't know if you saw this story in the summer with one of our, with my alumni at Jefferson, uh, uh, one of their linemen uh, would work from 5 to 7 a.m. and then go full practice and then start again and do it again. I myself, I didn't go to summer workouts because I had to work. So those are things that, that there's a difference when you live in the south side of El Paso, when you live in Socorro, and when you live in in in, in the west side. Maybe, yeah. Well, the west side. And there's different circumstances. So when I get when I go back to my point, there's some people who don't wear masks. There's some people that are hard pressed, and I'll tell you why, and I'll tell you my experience. I took my daughter to the pumpkin patch yesterday, and a lot of people in the West Side don't wear masks. You know what I'm saying? The political climate 
is different everywhere. Even West El Paso, far West El Paso, Northeast, South Central, Central, East Side, Far East Side, and Horizon and Socorro and the Valley. This young man knew he was sick. Who are we keeping accountable? It's because it's not his fault. It really isn't. He'll learn from this mistake like we all do when we're 15 or 16 or even 17 years old. We make mistakes. But who knew about this and said nothing? At bare minimum, the parents. Obviously, they took somebody took them to go get tested. Somebody got the results, period. So right. whoever got, whoever went to go get him tested, whoever went to go get the results, at the end of the day, that's my, what I see. You had a, you had an obligation, you had a duty to report it and be honest and have integrity. But obviously somebody lacked that, that honesty, that lack of integrity was obviously compromised. So one, one student at Tokoro football team varsity has COVID. We don't know anybody. We need to check with some high school parents. Then the JV player has COVID. And guess what? Americas versus Okoro football is postponed on Thursday. Makeup date to be per source. This is Felix Chavez at F Chavez EP Times. So the Americas Okoro game, football game, is already postponed. And guess what just came down the line here? At uh, Felix Chavez retweeted Bulldog football at We Are Socorro Varsity versus America's game has been postponed. JV and freshman has been canceled. Now, I only know because people came and told me what happened. But this is this is not. Uh, Mr. Espinosa, this is not uh, our representative, Gary Gandara, and this is not our other representative, Paul Guerra. This is coming from the newspaper. This is coming from sources that are reaching out to us and telling us this is what happened. What happened yesterday? Getting off track a little bit. I, I Somebody, te- somebody tells me there's four more cases at Waco. Yep. And yeah, we had that conversation. You got you got that information, and I said, okay. And when I was looking at the time frame as far as when your source told you, and from when my source told me, I'm like, all right, so there was four, and I I, I think we kind of came to the conclusion there's like a plus, plus or minus two there. So as of right now, if we go high end, we're looking at probably somewhere in the realm of nine to 10, but I'm thinking they're probably between seven and eight positive, minimum seven cases positive, uh, maybe maybe eight, but it could go up to, to that 10, 11 mark. But nonetheless, that's still scary. And that's an elementary school. That's So this school has, if I'm not mistaken, three or 400 students. It's, it's, it's a very small uh, school actually. Right. And maybe you might know the numbers giving you this. So about each grade level, there's usually either three or four teachers at that grade level. So you can kind of do the math from there. And it's just sad that it continues. It continues. 
and I have only gotten notifications to five. Right. But after I received the fifth one, somebody had confirmed to me that there was still a, additional there. So when you, so when they told me the number that I had, and they told me, then that you got the number that you had. I'm like, okay, that puts it somewhere in the realm of seven to ten, and that's that's a lot for an elementary school. For an elementary school, that's a lot, and they're not even they're not even fully staffed. Not everybody, not all the teachers are there. Not all the students are there. So if we're already hitting that number, imagine if we were to go back, everybody were to have to be in class. All the teachers would have to be in class. Guess what? Those ten is just going to be multiplied. Let's just say by another 10. And you're going to have 70 people infected. Just that, just that quick. Right. You and, know? you know, and, and yeah. I heard before was that always multiply by three because you're, somebody said once you're only 100 cases away from being New York. And guess what? We're getting there. But the thing is, people are like, well, this is the second wave. No, we never controlled the first wave. Okay, this is the problem. This is the problem. Now, my question is, did um, why didn't Dr. Espinosa stop the game? Knowing that Coronado had a rash of infections. Okay, and we get back to, to the quality in... in Everybody knows, or if you don't know, what Socorro does, EPASD does, and there's a correlation. And 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 football's football, and that's great. I, and we've also heard that there's several coaches infected, but they don't report it, and you don't have to report it. Nobody's gonna come out and say this coach is infected, this coach is infected. So the district is not informing the community at large. Usually, it's just reports to the school community. But Pablo, uh, in fact, lives in the community and still is falling behind and not getting the information he needs. Now, going back, when they had that meeting with... Do you remember when EPI... We talked about this. When EPISD canceled games versus Isleta District because they wouldn't let anybody in? Yes. No, or was it the other way around? It was the other way around because you said that Cabrera had taken his daughter to one of the, the volleyball games or something like that, and then people made an issue about it. Yes. So, okay. So, what? Let, let, right there and then. So, but then, every every uh, superintendent had a meeting with Dr. Ocaranza, and Isleta actually changed it and said, done. Yeah. No fans, no nothing, which, you know, it is what it is, but it got done. But no, the other districts, I think El Paso kept theirs, and Socorro hadn't yet, right? So now, the problem is the information is not flowing in Socorro ISD. I haven't heard anything from Mr. Guerra, and I really don't care about hearing about anybody else because Mr. Guerra lives in Socorro and Mr. Gandara live in Socorro and Mr. Spinoza is is the is the 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. He's the ringmaster of this circus, honestly, because that's unfortunately what it is, man. It, it sounds like it. I know, I know Mr. Paul Garcia tweeted something out. I think he went about it the wrong way and he got crucified for it. He said stop sports now or something to that effect. Did you see that? Yes, yes, I read that. And, and yeah, people crucified hit. him. People crucified him. But why not? Okay, because because we're fine and dandy that we have health insurance. We're fine and dandy. And it goes back to why we started this podcast. Uh, social injustice, uh, economic injustice. Uh, we, we, we started this podcast when we didn't have enough technology for our kids in the Valley. Okay. We didn't have enough technology for the kids in the Valley. Channel nine came in. Uh, they did a story. Paul, uh, Pablo came out. He talked about it. Uh, and still they say that technology is here, but it's not here. Okay. Now. The problem is, is that everybody, football is king in Texas. But at what point are we going to say, and nobody's going to say it, I played football. And I was not one of those 100% guys. And that's okay. And it's okay because I love football. But I didn't, I knew at 5'6", I wasn't going to get a scholarship to go anywhere. You know, baseball was more of my, my, if I ever wanted to do something more. But... This is, you're sending your kids to football where they're going to, people sweat on you. They hit each other. But let me tell you something. The kids at Coronado have far better coverage of health than some of our kids here in the Valley. Some of our kids in the Valley do depend on Medicaid. Some kids here in the Valley do depend on free lunch and that's what's making me upset because this is a like the nfl and i'll and i'll make another example the university of florida postponed all their football activities due to covid the university of florida the number three or four team in the nation okay i might be wrong but it's top 25 for sure these football teams test their 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 test their athletes three to four times a week. Okay, that's really good. That's really good. Guess what? They shut it down today. They shut it down. How many times are our kids getting tested before they hit the football field? None. None. Unless they feel symptoms or they, uh, they... Unless they feel symptoms when it's too late. But hey, remember what happened at Pebble Hills? Okay? Remember what happened at Pebble Hills? A football player felt sick. They played volleyball. The coach didn't make her wear a mask. Boom. She gets her COVID results. And guess who they played again? Socorro. Socorro. And let me tell you, growing up, Poor, growing up with not much, it's easy to be a homebody. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. It's easy to stay home. You know, because you, first you might not have a car. Second, you might not have money. And third, you, you might have to take care of your younger, younger uh, siblings. Siblings. 
and you're used to you're used to finding ways of keeping yourself entertained because you don't have the means to go out and entertain yourself meaning financially you know but and that's you go ahead all right go ahead yeah and usually that's just and we understand that's just the nature of this world you know there's people that are low income high income medium income then that's fine but at what point do we start do we stop being human and stop and start to only worry about ourselves there gets a point where we need to be human have that compassion understand and start worrying about other people too you don't have to always understand and agree and and worry about them 100% but, but if there's just enough effort and enough compassion to worry about somebody else that's enough to make a difference and and you're right let me tell you but i'm going to tell you something else about about the west side of el paso and the and the and socorro okay send it so i remember back in the day i can't remember what exact school they're going to close it down and man did those parents on the west side get pissed they were upset and guess what they did they, they went to to school board and they they told them blah 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 good for them because that's what you're supposed to do now we go back to where i grew up burleson elementary bell they were closed why because people in low income don't talk don't say anything and i don't know who i was talking to about this but they told me us hispanics are usually put your head down and and work Put your head down and do something. Oh, yeah. At least I have a job. But why is it that Pebble Hills play Socorro in volleyball? And that's it. And why is it that Coronado plays Socorro and then two-week quarantine? Why is it that Socorro football team, Socorro volleyball team always get shunned? And let me tell you, it's because our elected officials, Gary Gandara and Paul Guerra, are, are figureheads. That's all they are. Okay? They're figureheads. They don't fight for Socorro. They fight for their interests. Exactly. And that's 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 always been something that we've been trying to look. What is their interest? And we've had we've always had our ideas. It's just needing the proof to to say it. You know, if if you and if you know, if you have a little bit of background on them, and you read up on them, and you do a little bit of homework, you might start having the idea of why they're in the position or why they're at where they're at, because there's right. there's a purpose for that for their personally. And that's what I'm telling you right now. Miss uh, Dr. Espinosa had an interest, a vested interest in this. If he knew, and if records show that that Coronado player knew he was sick and they wouldn't stop it. If anything happens to our Socorro players, it's on him. If there's records that show that Mr. Guerra, Mr. Gandara, Mr. Mena, Mr. Morales, or Mr. Garcia 
try to stop this game. And he didn't stop it. There should be a consequence. This is unprecedented. We haven't had a pandemic in over 100 years. Why is it that they can get away with it? It's almost like, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I'm not say I say that. No, 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 no. I think it's it's too rough. That's too rough. It's like the sheep. Go sheep. You know, it's like, it's like, I hate, it's like teachers. And I'll, I'll be, and this is me. It's almost a slave mentality. Okay. I hate to say that. Because teachers, you need to go back into the classroom. All teachers need to go back into the classroom. But you know what? We're going to keep our Zoom meetings for school boards. Yep. But teachers can go back. And you said, and I said it, if you want to go back, that is up to you. That is fine and dandy. But not all of us feel as safe as you do, or not all of us want to be there. Because we can do what we do at school, we can do it at home. And that's the problem that there is some people on the top that say, we need to get them back, 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 we need to get them back. And some are back, okay? Some are back. But they're not in the classroom for eight hours. Not all school board members, especially the ones that I'm telling you right now that we're talking about. You don't see them. In, in, they, they show up. What I've heard and what people have told me is that they, they need to be presented. Uh, you know, señores y señores, Mr. Gandara, Mr. Guerra. Ay, 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 un aplauso. <laughs> but they're never here, bro. That's the, that's the thing. And I've talked to people. I've talked to my sources in the district and they say that they never come around. Guerra might come around because he has his kids in this area. Right. That's why. Right. But he's only there for his kids. He's not actually there for the community. So it kind of puts him in a predicament where he kind of has to do something because he's there for his kids. And so if somebody asks, he's kind of that he kind of has to. But for for him, and I will say this, he does do a little he does do a little bit more. But it's still not enough for what the community needs. Gandara, I've asked, where's where has he been? He has been MIA. I don't see him. I've asked, you know, these sources, and they're like, he, he doesn't show up. I have yet to have ever seen him here, and that's the sad part. And you know what? To top it off with Dr. Spinoza, he's he he he's always throwing this comment out, and he's actually said in front of me, "Ah, yo soy yo vengo del barrio from I guess from H Town." That's what he's that's that's what he said. So it's like, okay, pues si vienes del barrio y eres mucho del barrio, well, then why don't you take care of the people from el barrio? Why don't you take care of those people then, since you know what it's like? But he, obviously, he forgot what it's like then. If that's what he's claiming, then he obviously forgot what it's like to live in the barrio. He, he forgot what it's like to live in, you know, the humble places. I think and I'm not saying that people with in the west side or this don't aren't humble. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like when we when we said we're used to being more of that we're home and we don't have this, so we make the best of the situation, blah blah blah. So if that was the case, why why did he forget where he came from? And that's just me. I mean, he's obviously forgotten. I and obviously so so has 
because I don't ever see them walking the streets. I don't ever see them in these schools. And yet they're, they're have the, they're in their cush, you know, offices or home and doing the Zoom and stuff like that and, and forcing these teachers to come back. Oh, well, that's nice. How convenient. But very what about those who are nervous just or scared, just like you said, you know? And I've always said it, you know, being in the military, you always, always, you always, that's where you, if you want to fix something, you have to ask your troops. And your troops are, in this case, we're talking about education, your troops are the teachers and you have to go off with them. You can't just go off with the principal or assistant principal or assistant superintendent. No, you have to talk to the teachers and truly listen to them and value them and take in what they say. Not just go through the formality, a dog and pony show, because that happens a lot. Okay, we will, and they play that. Okay, well, we listen to you guys, we listen to you, but never act on it, really, unless it's there's hidden agendas behind going on. And and you and I have talked about this. We, we've always said, you know what, they have a very hard job, blah, 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 blah. They have a hard job, blah, 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 blah. They have a hard job, blah, 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 star, blah, 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 blah. We have. I tried to give the benefit of the doubt, bro. I tried. But when you You're know a, a kid... Huh? You're a lot nicer than I am. Yeah, because I try I try to see, you know, we're trying to see the point, right? Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, I've never seen Gandara. I emailed Mr. Guerra one time and, and and that was to prove a point. And I've emailed him again, never got a response back. Whatever. That's cool. I don't care. You know, and and those are things that that what is, you know, but let me tell you. Gandara hasn't had anybody run against him in so long. Guerra did, I think, and he and he and he won. I'm not sure. So those are things that I want to know because look, and we always say Socorro, Socorro, Lord Valley, Socorro. Now, let's change it up a little bit. If you teach at Escontrias, Campestre, uh, Hilly, Waco, Rojas, Rojas. And Serna. Serna. Uh, Salvador Sanchez. Socorro Middle. Socorro High School. Socorro Middle. You should be upset. You should be very upset. Because you, you're a school in a city. Okay? Now. Okay, so... Opaso's on fire right now with COVID. Okay, now they're even bringing people from from within the yeah, state. Yeah, seventy five people were saying Opaso, and I read an article that they're only down to nine nine, nine open beds in ICU. Yeah, so you should be afraid. And the thing is that first of all, football's not shut down because then we would have a calamity of of people upset, a calamity. Okay, but if you work, you if you work in Socorro, then we you have a, a city government that hopefully will help us. A mayor that is not running for re-election because of her own deeds. But we're gonna reach out to maybe Mr. Rodriguez, uh, maybe Mr. Perez, and the, and 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 say well. The problem is that Mr. Espinosa knew that there was 
somebody sick at the Coronado football team? Because that's an answer that he can only answer. Did he or did he not know that Coronado had a might have an infection? So at the, if you know that, if you know that, and certain school board members are telling you, don't play the game. Don't play the game. They could have gone differently about it, but they did what they did. Hey, but aren't the school, the trustees, uh, Espinosa's boss? Yeah, they are, bro. Let me tell Just you something. They, you know, they are, but they're, I don't know what's going on there because I know other school boards that actually are their boss and they, and they don't agree to everything. Okay. That's some, that's some crazy stuff going on there. That's some backroom deals that I don't know what's happening. Yeah, let me tell you. Sure there's a lot of dirty laundry there. There's something going on. But, but. We're going to have to reach out to the city because this has to get investigated. Because now the city of Socorro might have an outbreak without even knowing. Because... Remember, younger people have more chances of being asymptomatic. Okay, so we know there's one test positive on the varsity team, one test positive on the JV team. And guess what? They canceled all games. But guess what they didn't say? That the Socorro team is quarantined. Okay, this Devin said it. I'm not sure they're practicing. Coronado's in quarantine because it's OSI. What I'm upset about is that we keep people kicking us down. And let me tell you something. Look, as long as we stay quiet, nothing's going to happen. Okay? There's, uh, and then I'm getting a little bit off script, but look, there's a podcast, I think I told you about it, called Nice White People. Have you heard about it? Yes. Remember I yes, told you to listen. Okay. So what what they say is that in this podcast, it, it's uh, from the New York Times. They say white parents will stand in the way of truly equal schools. Okay. That's what it says. But guess what, Pablo? We live in Socorro. So our our minority is any other race other than Hispanic, Mexican-American, okay? Yep. So who is truly standing in the way of truly equal schools right now? I think there's two factors right now. I think it's the wealthy in the city. Do we have wealthy yeah. in the city? Here in Socorro? Yeah. Not in Socorro. No, 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 no but- I'm talking about Socorro. I'm talking about our, our schools that we just mentioned. Okay, no, just, just because hard. a lot of them are 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 what Title Eight, I'm, Title One, Title One, Title One. So if if the schools here are, and that's what I was gonna say earlier, they're Title One. That means that they're getting more assistance from the from the state because of their demographic location. So that that should speak volumes in and of itself, you know, and and Coronado. You know, the West Side doesn't have um, well, Coronado. 
they don't have Title One schools. No, no, no. Let me tell you, that's not, that's not what exactly what I mean. What I mean is that we have our majority is Hispanic, Latino X, right? Yes. If we don't have, like the podcast say from the New York Times, white parents, if we don't have white parents here in Socorro, who is standing in our way? Truly. Who is standing in our way of equal schools? Because we don't have any other minority here, Caucasian. You know, we have mostly 90-something percent Hispanic. Who is standing in our way? Our school board members. There you go. That's what I wanted to get. Let me tell you, gente de Socorro, if you work in Socorro, if you teach in Socorro, you better start asking those hard questions. Why am I at work? What are you doing about COVID? Why doesn't the community know? That's what you need to start asking your, your school board members. I, because I, Twitter is awesome for Socorro. Let me tell you, Twitter is awesome. Twitter is amazing because they love everything. They, you know, but the hard questions are right now. Why am I at work? Why is their kids still sweating on each other? Why are they still sharing fluids? Why do they share a dirty locker room when there's a pandemic happening? I'm going to tell you something. I mean, I, and I'll sit here. You talk about locker rooms. You played sports. I played sports. Locker rooms are, especially with with young men, man, they are. They are they're filthy. And sometimes as when this is when no pandemic is going on, Sometimes they can get even staff going, building up because of how dirty and how sweaty and, you know, all that stuff that's just in a locker room. Imagine now with the pandemic, how much more. And they're not, sometimes, to be honest, they're not truly well ventilated. It has, yeah, the AC to keep cool, whatever. But I know the AC at Socorro High School is not good at all if they even have any AC running. Right. But it's, it's just, that's pretty... Think about it. You're sweating. You have sweat. You're breathing hard as your sweat is dripping down your mouth. That sweat is going across to somebody else's face. Exactly. And they smell bad. They truly do. Um, and you get used to it and whatever. But the truly, the true thing about the quality of schools is that in, in Socorro, in the city of Socorro, there's no equality. If you teach in Socorro and you want smaller classrooms, you should be asking your school board members. You should ask Mr. Guerra or Mr. Gandara and Dr. Espinosa. If you're a teach or have a student in the Socorro system in the city of Socorro, you should be asking our elected officials because we are a city. And we are going to ask our elected officials why this keeps happening. Yep. And, and this is what I want I want parents to know. And I understand sometimes teachers either they try to intimidate the teachers from speaking up and stuff like that. And I understand their position and it's, it's a hard spot for them. But those that are listening and you have family that lives here, don't let the trustees, don't let anybody at... SISD uh, at the DSC 
their their main offices. Don't let them intimidate you when you want to voice your opinion. Because we've got to remember, they work for you. You're paying taxes. Those are your monies that you're paying for. You're paying for your child to get educated, to be safe, to get food. And if they're not providing that service, you have every right to speak up. Don't let them shut your voice. Don't. And me are know this directly and I'll tell you my story. I was on the on the committee for the building committee, right? For the bond. You remember yes. that? And I told you the story before. Uh and you know what? I spoke out. Just like I'm doing right now. I spoke out. I said, what does a coral fit on all this? Well, so coral and they put this really nice lady, I don't remember her name, next to me. Oh, you know. We're trying to do this, blah, blah, blah. And and I was like, what? But yeah, don't talk to me like that. I'm not an idiot. And that's what I felt like. And then did, did my did the people from my, did Gary Gandara or, and the thing is they didn't know who I was because they actually invited uh, Mr. Rene Rodriguez. And Mr. Rodriguez was like, dude, I need some help with this. I said, I'm down. I'll go for you. So there was 50 people and only, I think, a couple of people from Socorro, from the city of Socorro, and they worked for Socorro, but I didn't work for Socorro, okay? As the story goes, um, they weren't going to give us a high school. They weren't because everybody wanted Whatever school above the freeway wanted this, this, this. Socorro was have to wait. The flagship had to wait. And I said, yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. You know what? You're being discriminatory against our people, our people of Socorro. What about the kids? I went off on a tangent like I always do, as you can figure out by now. And Are you not related to Montelongo? Oh, that's messed up, bro. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, it's factual and actual, bro. It's factual and actual. That's messed just up. giving you our time. <laughs> so, guess what? Socorro ended up number one. Socorro ended up number one on that list. And I still have that picture. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. No, you, you know what? You know what? That's you. where it started. I, can, I, I don't know. It's not me, bro. It's not me. It's the people. It's for la gente de socorro. I have to stop this. I'm going to tell you right now. And we're going to end this the show already. We're going to end it like this. Your wife came up with a slogan. Because we're making t-shirts, guys. Yay! We're making t-shirts with our logo in the front. And Pablo's wife said, what is it in the back? It should say, uh, what's it? what did she say? Empower the Lower Valley. Well, she said empower Socorro, and I said, yeah. hey, let's empower the Lower Valley. And that's how we, his wife got into this, and I was like, let's do it. We are going to empower the Lower Valley. And if Sanelli needs help, and if Tornillo, Clint need help, I, I don't think Clint, because Clint's a whole different beast. But uh, if anybody needs help and needs, has a problem, 
let us know. We'll talk about it. You know, Pablo's a veteran. I'm an educator. I've been in office. I know what office is about. This is crazy. We talked about today. We talked about how the Coronado pool player felt sick on Wednesday and still played on Friday and tested positive. I don't blame the kid. I blame the adults. I blame the adults who let this happen. I let, blame the adults who let the game happen with information at hand. With information at hand. They still let the game happen. And that's a sad, sad thing. Why? I don't know. Maybe it was because they, they played Socorro. And they're like, eh, it's Socorro. Did they, did they come in here and think, oh, okay, it's just going to be an, an easy win for us? Is that how they felt? No, I think they, they, I think that they said nobody's going to say anything. That's how I yeah. feel. But, but it's like I said before, like the truth will always come out eventually. 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 And this is going out today. It's an early one because I'm going to be busy this afternoon. It's my mother-in-law's uh, birthday. Happy birthday to our mother-in-law. She's the best, man. She's the best. Um, yeah, she's the best. So for Paulo Barrera, Alejandro Garcia, we. Uh, hey, hey Alex, I, I want to say one thing. Yeah, go for it, bro. You got it. Hey, I, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to my wife because a lot of this t- stuff, it's not just. I can't take all the credit because it's not just me that has the sources. It's my wife that also has her sources that that she helps. She helps me and she helps us with the show. So, and it's her, some of these ideas are also her. So I got to give credit and a shout out to my wife. I would like to give a shout out to my wife for letting me do this. <laughs> uh, hey, same here, bro. Oh, you know what, dude? Somebody's got to take care of the kids, right? Somebody's, yep. you know, you're, we're trying to be as professional as possible. And if it wasn't for our, our wives to let us do this, then it wouldn't be possible because you're co-parenting. You know what I'm saying? It's a yep. 50-50 system. It is what it is. And if they say no, that we got to do this. And that's why we did it early because we're taking my mother-in-law or, you know, we're hanging out with her. Safe distance. We're doing everything precaution possible. And we're doing it because, first of all, I would only do it for her mother-in-law because she's awesome. And second of all, because my wife asked me. So it is what <laughs> it is. But, no, we really do appreciate them. And, and you know... We're trying to empower the Valley. Uh, me and Pablo will be uh, going to vote uh, next Friday. So get your snipers ready. Get your militias ready. Okay. Yeah, I might have my counter snipers there. <laughs> get your tomatoes ready to throw at us. But we would like to invite everybody to vote with us. Hey, you know what? I go to work tomorrow, bro. So it's going to be it till like 530 at night, probably next week and they close at six but guess what and that's something else why does it open up at nine and close at six Ms. Wise Let's, hey can you get a hold of uh, Montelongo the judge <laughs> election judge and ask him I can uh, reach out to Miguel let's see if he answers my call <laughs> let's see how that goes oh man so uh, guys uh, happy to be here early morning uh, please let us know. I'm sorry for anybody who has a COVID right now and could have not had it, but uh, we'll keep our elected officials accountable. We're going to reach out to our Renato Rodriguez, 
and whoever else will hear us about this and we'll tweet it out and let you know what happened. For Pablo Barrera, Alejandro Garcia, this has been the Valle Bajo Podcast. Thank you very much. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye. Stay safe.